Future of Finance podcast, where finance finds its future. Hello, I'm Dominic Hobson. My guest today is Yves Guillaume-Messi, a blockchain and venture capital mentor. Our subject today is a new type of contender in fintech, the enterprise blockchain, and who likes them enough to invest in them. Hello, Eve. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. Could we begin discussion with some definitions? How should we distinguish between an enterprise blockchain and other types of blockchain? I think enterprise blockchain comes down to the use that one wants to have when it comes to the technology behind Bitcoin. So as everyone knows, Bitcoin, when it came to par almost 20 years ago now, showed that you could have cryptography and database technology work in such a game theoretically set way that it can be trustless. Now we have 20 years of, of this working successfully now as a currency, but many businesses around the world in Asia, Europe, the Americas and Africa are very curious about how to put the technology behind Bitcoin that makes it so trustless and use it to make existing business workflows more feasible, faster and more transparent. And what type of entrepreneurs are now founding these enterprise blockchains? Just generally speaking, from what we see, founders who decide to look at Bitcoin and its disruptive potential uh, ask themselves some serious question in the industry that they come from. This could be insurance, this could be capital markets, this could be banking. They generally speaking look, look at their existing processes that maybe have 20 to 30 uh, middlemen involved uh, as things currently stand and ask themselves, how, how can we make this better today? And usually then, you see individuals who have 20 plus years experience in each of these major industries and then decide to uh, try their hands at building technology that solves real problems that they experience sometimes themselves. And the investors, what sort of investors are attracted by the idea of an enterprise blockchain? Generally speaking, uh, enterprise blockchain is a fairly new category in fintech. Most people have been fixated on the currency aspect of blockchain and many of the major venture capital funds like Galaxy Digital or Digital Currency Markets. Um, the large American and increasingly European venture capital funds focused on fintech and didn't realize that enterprise blockchain was very feasible. Now, a company like R3, where I've been lucky enough to be a major architect for the past uh, months to years, has, generally speaking, educated investors in finance, insurance, uh, telecoms, healthcare, um, and grown a new class of investors in corporate uh, arms, corporate venture capital arms of major existing technologies, sorry, companies, uh, venture capital firms that are dedicated to enterprise blockchain specifically. They're starting to crop up one by one. There aren't many today. And of course, we can't forget the large family offices who tend to have very sophisticated views of how they make their investment decisions and have the time to understand this very new esoteric branch of fintech that is getting traction. So the investors are coming both from the established industry incumbents, but also from venture capital firms. Are they looking for the same thing or are they looking for different things? Generally speaking, it really depends. As you know, every fund created has a specific thesis um, that they use to make investment decisions. But all of them, all of these funds, be it venture capital arms, corporate venture capital arms, large family offices and strategic investors, they're looking at the first viable commercially sound applications of blockchain technology. And, uh, you know, with a good 15 years of notoriety that Bitcoin has had, 
you have to say that you know we're still looking at these validated real-life use cases. So most of these investors are chasing after these increasingly validated solutions, usually from the enterprise end of the mix versus more of the retail end. Now, you're also working with partners in this area, with Amazon, uh, AWS anyway, with Microsoft, with Xpre and so on. Um, in what ways can they help uh, speed adoption of enterprise blockchains? Absolutely. I mean, uh, in our occasion so far, I mean, I have to say that I'm also speaking as a managing partner at Surfblock Ventures, a venture studio and venture fund dedicated to this space. Uh, we've been here for two, three months already, and we're, we're finding it so transformational to have founders who may just have a concept and have 20 years experience in, in their industry space today, be able to lean on Azure blockchain services or Amazon web services, or even Xperia's fundamentally useful matching engine technologies in the blockchain space to make sometimes markets happen within a space of six to 12 days versus two years. They're, they're key enablers to validating the blockchain use case for each enterprise uh, vertical that's considered. Is it very lazy to think about it's blockchain in the cloud? Oh, exactly. Yeah, there, there are many clouds specifically. I think some people rumor or there is this key understanding that, you know, in the middle of all this boom that we see in the rise of blockchain, the true um, or at least the stable and consistent winners in this story tend to be the cloud enablers because really it's about digitization of business workflows, digital transformation, and, and just generally speaking, leaning on scale effects using digital workflows that blockchain, enterprise blockchain makes possible. You mentioned at the outset the, the structure of, of, of the industries to which this enterprise blockchain technology is going to be applied with, with very high levels of, of intermediation. Mm -hmm. uh, are we talking here about a classic blockchain story in terms of disintermediation or the opposite of that? Well, I think it can be both. It can be both because on the one end, you have the likes of Fireblocks, for example, a key company that, that, that I've been very impressed by. They're essentially, they, they, they of the process of digital asset issuance, custody and maintenance and using advanced cryptography. That would be an example of disintermediation in, in this space. But also, if you look at uh, companies like Signatures Bank in the US or Signum or Seba, two Swiss banks who are able to bank on crypto today, um, I think you're able to see that you can either uh, digitize existing workflow and disintermediate them, or you can re-intermediate them along more efficient value chains. And banks around the world are waking up to that. Uh, and that's you know essentially proven by the rise of tokenization desks, essentially in existing established banks. Mm -hmm. A couple of final questions. Uh, first, the pandemic. Has this created a more favorable environment for radical changes in in enterprise systems or not? Has it accelerated lots of technology developments? Has it accelerated this one? I would say absolutely. I mean, the very question of, for example, here in the UK, the, the task of distributing COVID loans, for example, the existing banking system would have taken a lot longer without this urgency of the pandemic to roll out digital solutions. And there is a joke in, you know, chief technology officer, chief information officer circles that most digital transformation schedules had five years, seven year timescales, but COVID, essentially reduced them down to six, six weeks, generally speaking, to unleash a new type of technology, a new type of digital friendly, customer friendly business workflow to retain their existing clients. One last question. If I was a, an entrepreneur and I had a great idea, I had a bit of industry experience, uh, should I give you a call? And if I did, what, what would you be able to do for me? Absolutely. So if you're thinking about an enterprise blockchain idea, and by that I mean, if you're thinking about a sober, validated, commercially sound way of using blockchain technology beyond just the currency, 
you should definitely give us a ring. And what you would get essentially from us is really a support in terms of, first of all, is your ID feasible? And then how to make that happen very quickly? Um, and then essentially how much investment you might need to get that idea and really prove that thesis with the technology in hand. That's really our key edge at Surfblock Ventures. Eve, thanks very much for talking to us. It's been fascinating. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Have a good day. Bye-bye.